ESPN. This is Bet LA with Anita Marks on 7 ESPN. Previewing all the NFL game odds to get you ready to wager each week on all the NFL action, college football, plus all the local teams and NBA action later this fall. This is Bet LA with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. And tonight's edition of Bet LA with Anita Marks is made possible by Tiza. Get more focus and energy in your daily life with Tiza nutrient pouches. Visit TizaEnergy.com and make your mouth happy. Bet LA with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Bet LA with Anita Marks right now. Welcome in. Hour two, Bet LA here on 710 ESPN LA. Uh, let's keep it local. And let's dive into uh, two matchups, of course, that we know are coming our way this Sunday. And let's start first and foremost with what's going on with the Rams. Um, and so, well, actually, I should, do uh, you want to start with the good or the bad? Because I, I really don't have, I mean, Tyler and Rebecca, I, I really don't have a lot of really great things to say about this Rams team. And I don't think that comes as a surprise to many people. I don't think the Rams team has good things to say about the Rams team. Probably not. Uh, by the way, I, I'm 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 looking. Any uh, like, is it Wolford? Is it Perkins? We don't know. We don't know. Yeah, McVeigh said the other day that they're Yonose. both they're Yonose. both eligible. Yeah, they're both eligible. Okay. I, here's the thing. I I like what we saw from Perkins last week. Uh, you know, I, I know you know no bells and whistles, but you know, he, especially in the second half. I mean, he was fun to watch. <laughs> so. Yeah, I think you roll with Perkins. I think that the play is to, is to just see what he's got. Just give the keep giving the man the ball. Keep getting him used to being in the NFL. Keep getting him used to taking snaps under center. And yeah, I think you just see what he's got. He's he's mobile. The team doesn't have a lot of weapons right now. You know, you got Cooper Cup out. You got uh, Henderson playing on a different team now. Obviously, you've got Acres still, and you've got some other targets. Uh, they just recently lost um, Allen Robinson. So who's left? You know, I think you just let Perkins have the ball, see what he can do. I'm with you. Um, you know, in regards to the Rams and when it comes to to gambling, they are 81 points underneath the spread. So what does that mean? It means handicappers or odds makers. Odds makers are out there setting these lines. And through... Through the season, uh, the Rams are 81 points under what odds makers were have been anticipating that they would score this season. I, it, you know, here's the thing: I don't, I don't think I've ever witnessed or seen like a fall from grace as we have with this Rams team, and. Um, like and 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 I I don't I mean Cooper Cup obviously is 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 inactive now because of his knee injury but like even even while Cooper Cup was on the team, um, I just it's so many so many so many things have gone wrong with this Rams team this season. Um, they have a negative forty six point differential, um, off of off of torque off of offensive turnovers alone, negative 46 points. Like at some point in time, like, you know, and, and I, I, I like Sean McVay, but like at some point in time, like the coaching staff has to take some type of heat for this. Like 
again, I've, I've, I've never seen such a, a immense fall from grace. And it's not like, it's not like the organization came in and was like, okay, we're going to blow up the team. I mean, Whitworth, the, the two most notable Whitworth, of course, we, we see him each and every Thursday night. We just watched him all night tonight on, on prime. Um, and, and Odabakum Jr. But, and Von Miller. And there you go. And Von Miller. Right. Well, and that, and we came into the but, season and everyone was like, oh, you know, the Rams, we're still expecting them to be good. Keep in mind, Von Miller's gone. You know, uh, OBJ's gone. Wait, yeah, but retired. this team, this team was winning without OBJ. I, I'm not, I'm not, they I'm were. not. Yeah, I'm OBJ not came late. On. Everyone's giving, yeah. everyone's giving him a lot of credit for the success that this team had last season. And they forget that he only he played what four or five games with them. Yeah, yeah. And 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 I want to say like the first game he played was like you know he was just getting his feet wet. I don't even think, you know, I I, I want to say like I didn't even start him in fantasy that week because I wasn't sure how much playing time was he going to be on a, a, a snap count. Um, I wasn't sure. I mean, you know, I'm not. Th- yeah, and it took him. A- it took him a while to show up. He really only played in about three games. I know this is going to sound crazy, but like, I think the loss of Whitworth to me is more damaging yeah. to this Rams team than the loss of OBJ yeah, on the he, offensive he was side of the ball. Absolutely yeah, you, a pillar for the squad for sure. You you don't you know you don't want to lose you don't want to lose Von Miller in any way shape or form. Uh, not only because what he he brings to you in the X's and O's, but the leadership and all that uh, in in the locker room and off the field, and you know that that obviously that was a big loss, but. It's what 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 has transpired here with this team is 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 more than than losing those players, you know. And I'm not saying I'm not saying that the Rams should be competing to win another Super Bowl without those players, but they they shouldn't they shouldn't be in this situation, 81 points below the spread total, and a negative 46 points on 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 offensive turnovers, like. It's really bad yeah. for a team that won the Super Bowl last year. Well, and I mean, no, just... no Donald now. McVay announced right. with a high ankle sprain. Donald uh, won't be playing on Sunday. So right, and and at the end of the day, do you, do you really want him to come back this season? What are you playing for? I think if they could, they'd bench everybody. You know, well, you you got to feel the team, but. <laughs> Just go out there and put a white flag in the middle of the field and call it a day. There we go. There we go. Um, so with that being said, yeah, no Aaron Donald this week because of an ankle. Um, not sure. Again, we're sitting here on a on a on a Thursday night. Uh, sure, not sure exactly who's going to be quarterbacking. I hope it's Perkins. We'll see what happens. Uh, I, I'm really intrigued, especially for all you fantasy football folks out there like me. Um, you know, Cam Akers has not been able to practice this week. So, you know, is this going to be a heavy dose of, of Williams? He outsnapped Akers last week, 38 snaps to, to, to Cam, only having 18. Um, and this is a really good matchup for running backs against Seattle. Seattle has given up 17 total uh, t- touchdowns to opposing running backs this season. 17 touchdowns to opposing. So that's, that's in the air and uh, on the ground. So 17 total touchdowns to opposing running backs this season. So I, I think Williams could be possibly a sneaky good play in fantasy this week. Just throwing that out there. Uh, in regard to the Seattle Seahawks, Geno Smith has to be, in my opinion, one of the best storylines this year in the NFL. 
Uh, he's got nine out of the 11 games that he has played. Nine of them, he has multi-touchdown passes. Uh, last week, he, he tossed uh, for over 300 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, 42% of Seattle's offensive drives are reaching the red zone. 42%. It's the third highest behind Kansas City and the Buffalo Bills. And they have scored 14 touchdowns outside of the red zone. And they're averaging five scoring drives a game. So the Seattle Seahawks, <laughs> which let, let's be honest, when, when Russell Wilson left and he went to Denver, we were all thinking, at least I was, and a number of people I know in this industry, analysts, were thinking, oh, that's it. Seattle, stick a fork in them. They're going to be one of the worst teams, um, especially if they're, gonna, if they're leading the way with Geno Smith. The Seattle Seahawks offense is the third best offense in the NFL behind Kansas City. Oh, actually the fourth, sorry. Behind Kansas City, the Bills, and the Miami Dolphins. That has to be one of the, in my opinion, that has to be one of the best storylines this year in the NFL. Love to see us. Uh, right? So, <laughs> so uh, with that being said, um, how am I going to play this? I don't necessarily like the hook. So right now, Seattle is favored by seven and a half. So if, if I'm going to play this, I think Seattle, I think this team is a really good situation to use as a two-team six-point teaser and tease them down to minus one and a half. I think that could be a really good play. Uh, who are you going to tease them with? I would tease them maybe with the Philadelphia Eagles and tease the Philadelphia Eagles down to minus two. I think that could be a really good play. There's quite a few home dogs that I do like this week, and I'll get into those in 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 a later segment. Um, home dogs have just been crushing it this season in the NFL, and so I'll share with you some of the home dogs that I like this week. But um, I, I do want to talk about the Chargers. So the Chargers, they are in Sin City. They're getting ready to take on the Raiders. They are favored by one and a half. I lean towards the Raiders here as, as, as bad as they've been. I just, this is a Chargers team. They've got 20, they're 23rd in total defense. I'm sorry. They're, um, yeah, they're 23 in total defense. Uh, they're 28th in rushing defense. And so they are allowing 150 yards per game on the ground. And now they've got to go up against Josh Jacobs, who, by the way, um, rushed for over 200 yards last week, single-handedly helped the Raiders win in overtime and uh, helped the Raiders put up 576 total yards. So, um, also overs in uh, in Las Vegas. Games in Las Vegas average 52 points a game. So, I've got a small lean towards the Raiders. So, I'll take the Raiders and the points. I, I think this line may have dropped to, to one now. So, it's, it's the Raiders plus one. And I love the over here. Over 50 and a half. Okay, um, really great matchup for both Josh Jacobs as well as Austin Eckler. Uh, the Raiders, their defense is nothing to write home about as well. And in fact, they are one of the worst teams, worst defenses in the NFL against opposing running backs who are utilized in the passing game. So Austin Eckler and Josh Jacobs should have a monster day on Sunday against these two opposing defenses. 
So that's how I would play these two matchups. Uh, quick break. We come back. Let's do a deeper dive into that Kansas City-Cincinnati game. That is, um, in my opinion, the premier game uh, this week on the slate. Kansas City and Cincinnati. Don't forget, uh, that was the AFC Championship game. Cincinnati defeated Kansas City to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. And, of course, we know how that ended. But nonetheless, uh, we'll do a deep dive into that matchup when we get back. Right here on Bet LA 710 ESPN LA. This is Bet LA with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN, made possible tonight by Tiza. Get more focus and energy in your daily life with Tiza nutrient pouches. Visit TizaEnergy.com and make your mouth happy. Now, more of Bet LA with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Hey, great, hey, great job today. Defense way to step up. Step up, make plays all day long. Offense, we learn, we get better. Big one coming up this next week. Let's be ready for it. Let's go, Chiefs 3 1, 2, 3. Chiefs. It's Patrick Mahomes uh, giving you a behind the curtain look uh, of him in the locker room talking to his players. Again, a really, really exciting game on tap for this week, and that's Kansas City and Cincinnati. Week 17, Kansas City was favored. I feel like this is deja vu. I feel this is like Groundhog's Day. Uh, week 17, Kansas City was favored last season um, to, uh, to, to win the Super Bowl and then went up against Cincinnati, lost to Cincinnati, and then, of course, played Cincinnati in the AFC Championship game and lost to them again So uh, within a very short period of time. And, of course, you hear time and time again how difficult it is to, to beat a team in the NFL two times uh, in a row. And sure enough, that's what Cincinnati was able to do earlier uh, this week. Dan Orlovsky was on um, one of the morning shows, I forgot which one, and said that teams should be really frightful uh, and fearful, I should say, of uh, of the Bengals because they are peaking at the right time. Keep in mind, and, and I think maybe folks have forgot forgotten this and, and maybe don't know just how dire this was, you know, it wasn't just that um, Joe Burrow had – an an appendectomy, his appendix burst. And so it wasn't like, Ooh, I've got a pain. All right, let's go in there orthoscopically and and let's take out your appendix before it bursts his burst. So, um, you know, it, it, it took a minute for, for him, I think to, to really start feeling a hundred percent, keep in mind, uh, you know, they won last week and they didn't even have Joe Mixon and, and, and Jamar Chase. It, it pretty much was the Joe Burrow and T Higgins show. So this is, this is a team and a force to be reckoned with. That's for sure. Uh, again, earlier tonight, I, I hosted bet our digital gambling show and, um, and was able to have Adam Teicher who covers the Kansas city chiefs, as well as Ben baby who covers the Cincinnati Bengals um, on with me to preview both these teams and what's going on inside uh, the locker room. And I start with Adam Teicher talking about the Kansas City Chiefs. Let's listen in. We've got talking about an NFL slate. We've got a great one. And that is Kansas City going up against Cincinnati. Some would argue the Dolphins and the 49ers. But right now, we're going to break down Kansas City and, of course, the Cincinnati Bengals. Adam Teicher joins us now. Adam, first things first, Patrick Mahomes, a daddy times two. He had a son this week. And we know folks out there who have kids who, uh, you know, have, have just given birth, their family, a lot happening in that, right? Like a lot of distractions. Uh, how is that going to play into arguably probably one of the biggest games for Kansas City coming up this weekend? 
No, he, he sounded, Anita, like someone who was eager for that fantastic chaos that only bringing someone into the world can bring. Uh, he, he sounded ready for that, and uh, he's, uh, he can compartmentalize as well as anybody else. So I expect him to be ready to go on Sunday. It's kind of interesting that uh, he, he talked about Patrick LeVon Mahomes the third, and he said, now of course he's Patrick Mahomes the second, and he said he's wanted a Patrick LeVon Mahomes the third since he was five or six years old, since he was a little kid. So he might have wanted that before he really wanted to be a professional athlete. And of course, they have a daughter who's almost two years old named Sterling. They wanted some type of name connection. So Patrick LeVon Mahomes the third is going to be nicknamed Bronze with the uh, the medal. Uh, um, uh, the, uh, scenario going here. So uh, that's the connection between Sterling and Bronze. I like it. I like it a lot. All right, let's talk about this Kansas City Chiefs team because uh, now they are the favorite to win the Super Bowl. But you know what? They were back in week 17 last year and they lost to the Bengals not once but twice uh, in the regular season. Of course, we saw them lose in the postseason as well. How has this team been able to put those two losses behind them leading into this weekend's matchup? Yeah, well, Anita, you know, the Chiefs have played a lot of Super Bowl contenders. They played uh, Tampa Bay and San Francisco and Buffalo, of course. Uh, they've uh, played the Chargers twice, maybe not a Super Bowl contender, but certainly an AFC West contender. But the Bengals seems to be the game that's had their attention for quite some time. Chris Jones, their defensive tackle, he talked this week about the two sacks that he missed on Joe Burrow late in the AFC Championship game last season. He said that was sort of a driving force for him during the offseason. Got him into his workouts, got him into the weight room. Linebacker Nick Bolton talked about a couple passes he got his hands on, but didn't catch in the AFC Championship game. He said he's eager to make up for that this week. And of course, Patrick Mahomes, he mentioned his, uh, what he called a terrible second half against the Bengals in the AFC Championship game. So uh, a lot of uh, guys seem to really want to make uh, up for what happened last week. Now we'll see if the Chiefs are able to do that, but certainly a lot of guys eager to show better than what they did against the Bengals in those two games last year. Adam, thank you so much. Enjoy the game. We go from Kansas City to Cincinnati. Ben Baby joins us now to break down the Bengals. And uh, Houday had a great win last week, but even without their two best offensive players in, in Joe Mixon as well as Jamar Chase, uh, are those two dudes going to be active and attractive this coming week against Kansas City? Well, Anita, we talked to Jamar Chase earlier in the week. And he, and he was very confident that, you know, he was going to, you know, was preparing like he was going to play and in and, and the confidence that he has on the field. He said that he doesn't think anybody can stop him. So that tells you how he's feeling going into this game. Obviously, we heard from Kansas City safety Justin Reed said that he was going to lock up Hayden Hurst. And Hayden kind of scoffed at that a little bit. And, and I think they're looking forward to this game on Cincinnati's side. I would imagine that Chase is, is trending towards playing. He's been limited throughout practice this week. He said that was going to be the case, but he said he has no pain in that hairline fracture in that right hip. And he wanted to just give it an extra week so that he felt comfortable playing on it. That's why he didn't play against Tennessee. And everything that we've seen at practice and everyone that we've spoken to suggests that he will play on Sunday, but we'll get a little more information as the week progresses. Another guy that everyone's going to be keeping their eye on is running back Joe Mixon. 
Mixon missed last week's game with a concussion, and he's been limited throughout practice this week. So we'll see if he ends up going full on Friday. We'll speak to Bengals head coach Zach Taylor on Friday after their final walkthrough heading into Sunday to see if Mixon is available. Now, what makes this interesting is that the Bengals have ran the ball pretty well with Samaje Pirine and then Travion Williams. In fact, they were able to control that line of scrimmage against a Tennessee defense that is known for being difficult to run the ball against. And the Bengals, in the middle of the year, transformed their run scheme. They went from a zone-heavy scheme to a gap scheme, and that has really helped the Bengals' offensive line go downhill. It's created a lot of good efficiency. And no matter what back is back there, whether that be Mixon, whether that be Samaje Pirine, or even Travion Williams, they seem to be getting the yardage they're looking for. So we'll keep an eye on what that's going to be like on Sunday. But whatever the case, there's been a lot of chatter between these teams. And this should be a potential playoff preview that we get here in Cincinnati. So earlier this week, our own Dan Orlovsky said that teams should be very fearful of this Bengals team because they are gelling. They are coming together at the right. They are peaking at the right time. Are you seeing that based on, you know, what this team was able to do last year? Are you seeing them come together at the right time right now? Have you seen a difference the last few weeks? Yeah, you know, Anita, what's interesting is the Bengals have heard all the chatter about them having such a tough schedule, and our ESPN analytics definitely agree with that. But there's also an implicit message when you say a team has a tough schedule and that they may not be as good as the teams they're facing. And I asked Bengals head coach Zach Taylor about that implied narrative uh, when you look at the opponents they have left, teams like Kansas City, Baltimore, Buffalo, Cleveland now with their starting quarterback. And Zach said they're not really annoyed, but they know what kind of team that they have. And and teams do have to come and play the Bengals. And, And we've heard a lot of chatter inside that locker room about the confidence that they're playing with. And they feel like as long as they've got number nine and quarterback Joe Burrow, that they're as good as anybody in the NFL and they're playing as well as anybody in the NFL. And definitely when you look at their touchdown differential, that seems to be the case. But, you know, this is going to be a big test for this Bengals team that has played really well after a slow start and is looking to beat Kansas City again and continue their trek to defending their status as AFC champions. Great stuff. Uh, Great breakdown. Appreciate it. Enjoy the game this week. It's going to be absolutely the best game on the slate. Appreciate it. As always, we like to end the show with before I let you go. And so why not? I'll give you my play for the Kansas City Cincinnati game. And how could it not be the over? I'm, I'm anticipating and I'm hoping we get Jamar Chase and Joe Mixon to be able to be active and attractive in this matchup. Both these teams are excellent moving the chains. I don't see either of these teams hunting a lot. Also, you've got a Kansas City defense that they are one of the worst in the NFL when it comes to the red zone. And get this, they have 855 more yards than their opponents since week seven. So both these teams are going to be moving the ball at will. I think they're going to be putting up a ton of points. And so my play is the over. Hey, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Enjoy the Thursday night football game and good luck with your betting. Uh, again, uh, that was uh, earlier tonight on uh, on Bet, our digital show. Uh, you can see it, of course, uh, on, on all the ESPN Plus platforms as well. Um, 
And so, uh, yeah, I, I, I just I can't wait for this Kansas City Cincinnati game. I think it's going to be a blast to watch. And again, I do like the over, which uh, now is up to 53, just FYI. Uh, when we come back, Randy Robles from the Elias Sports Bureau is going to join us. We'll do a deep dive into both the Chargers and Rams game with the Elias insights in what to expect, how to gamble, and uh, and and also uh, some of the players, obviously, on both those squads and who's going to be playing, actually, in both those 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 games, uh, whether or not we should play them in fantasy or not. So stay tuned. Randy Robles, the Elias Sports Bureau, next here on Bet LA 710 ESPN LA. This is Bet LA with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN, made possible tonight by Tiza. Get more focus and energy in your daily life with Tiza nutrient pouches. Visit TizaEnergy.com and make your mouth happy. Now more of Bet LA with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. He's that he's that rare guy that can do it all. He can rush, um, he can play the run, play in zone, cover man to man in the slot. He can match up on guys, um, and he's the heartbeat of your team. And I say it all the time, but you know, last week was his signature play because it's him on Hopkins, and Hopkins is as good of a receiver as there is in the pros. And you know, Durham was able to knock that one down for us. And, and, you know, you need those signature plays and big games like that, you know, to give you the energy, give you the lift. And you've heard me say that, but your premium players in, the, in this league have got to make premium plays for you because uh, it really ignites your football team. Welcome back to Bet LA here on 710 ESPN LA. It is time for Randy Robles from the Elias Sports Bureau. Again, we always remind you, make sure you download that Elias Game Plan app, whether it's your Droid or your iPhone. They don't discriminate. And uh, you just chock full of all kinds of Elias insights to help you with your fantasy team as well as gambling. Good evening, Randy. How are you? Hey, Anita. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. I'm so, I'm so, I know you, you are as well. Cause you're from Canada. I am so into the world cup. It's not even funny. Like my, yeah. like I, I now my whole life is centered around like planning myself, uh, in, in my days and my evenings so that I can watch these matches. I'm, I'm just, I'm all in, I am all in and I'm well, sorry. I'm, I'm going I'm I'm to to watch, to watch a game with you this week Yo, uh, Saturday Saturday so I told okay. I text you Saturday morning I'm having a big soiree here at the Mark Spa um mimosas Bloody Marys I'm um, a ton of bagels fresh locks all kinds of spreads love it can't wait done done and 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 again my my uh my condolences go to your Canadian team but you have four years to get better yeah. because uh, United States, Canada, and Mexico are all hosting uh, in uh, in in twenty. What is it? What, what is it? Twenty twenty six, right? Four years yeah. from now, right? Yeah, our country has been disgraced, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know it is what it is. We'll move on. All right, all right. Well, let's on to Cincinnati. No, just kidding. Uh, we're, we're not going <laughs> to do Cincinnati. We're we're gonna, we're going to do the New York and uh, and and of course L.A. teams. And let's start right there. Right, you've got the Chargers going up against the Raiders. Uh, the Raiders at home in Las Vegas. They're favored by one. The over under is at fifty and a half. Mm. I, my my gut's telling me, man. I just I like the Raiders in this spot, but I'm really interested in your Elias insights. What are they? Yes, yeah, so the so Chargers have lost uh, all three games this year where they've been uh, considered to be uh, an underdog. 
Um, the home team has won each of the last three games between these these two teams. Um, but I think more importantly, just looking at the Raiders game last week against Seattle, they really took over in the second half. Specifically, Josh D- Jacobs just went bananas. I mean, he was yeah. um, he was unstoppable. You know, in the second half, I mean, it was I, I live bet him because I just I said they're not going to stop him, and uh, I, I got paid off on that one. That was nice. But look at Josh Jacobs over the last eight games: nine rushing touchdowns, 120 yards rushing per game. Uh, the Raiders are two and zero against the teams against the spread this year against teams that have a, a bottom ten defense, and the Chargers are the fifth worst rush defense in the uh, in the league. So I just I, I agree with you, Anita. I just see the Raiders running all over uh, the Chargers in this one. Um, Chargers, Raiders, Raiders minus one. Yeah, Raiders minus one. The over-unders at 50 and a half. So I, I do like the over in this. And unfortunately, Chargers fans, uh, I, I am leaning towards the Raiders. Um, you've got the Rams at home going up against the Seattle Seahawks. This line was seven and a half earlier today. It's now down to seven. The Seattle Seahawks are favored on the road in Los Angeles. The over-unders at 41. Geno Smith has just been a man possessed. I want to say he has multiple. He's, he's tossed multiple touchdowns in nine of his 11, nine of his last 11 games. I think Geno Smith has to be one of the best storylines this year in the NFL, but curious, what are your Elias insights in on this matchup? Yeah. So last week, Anita on the show, I, 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 I told your audience that the uh, Rams were the first defending Super Bowl champions ever to be more than 14 point underdogs making history last week. Well, they're making history again this week as Uh-oh. they are going to be the first team, the first defending champion to be uh, seven or more point underdogs uh, at home. Um, that's if you exclude the uh, 1987 season when replacement players were used. So really uncharted territory in some history. Also, in terms of a first, Geno Smith, he's never been a seven-point favorite in his career. So this is uh, in his NFL career. So this is uh, that's, so that's a first. Uh, having said that, having said that, I'm going to go with the Rams this week. Uh, I really liked what I saw out of Bryce Perkins. I'm, I'm assuming he's, he's starting um, this weekend. I, I thought he I thought he played great in the second half uh, last weekend, um, and uh, against KC, against the you know good team in, against KC. And um, the, the the most important stat I'd like to tell your audience today is that the home dogs in division games are 13 and seven against the spread this season. So that follows this game follows that, uh, that category. And for that reason, I'm going to take the Rams getting a big seven points at home. Yeah. I, I mean, at this point, look, you're out of it, right? The season's a wash. Why, let, let, like, why not see what else you've got? You know, what do you got going on in that roster? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, let, let you know. I mean, let's 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 see what we've got in some other guys. Why not? Let's yeah, get it going. Right, <laughs> not just offensively, but you know, Aaron Donald's out for this game. Uh, yep. That's a big deal. But so we'll see some defensive new new defensive faces in there as well. But I, I liked what Bryce Perkins did with his feet. I mean, I I thought that um, it was just earning a first down after first down. Whenever he scrambled, he was really mobile. Uh, his confidence grew so much in the second half. I was really impressed with him. And, um, you know, getting, getting the start again this week. And I, 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 like I said, I think he's scheduled to start again this week. And I know Stafford's definitely out. Um, so, so if he starts, I'd be really curious to see if he can, uh, can keep him in that game. 
Again, Randy Robles joining us from the Elias Sports Bureau. Let's turn our attention to the opposite coast. And you've got a Jets team right now. They are plus three right now on the road in Minnesota. Minnesota's favored by three. The over-under is at 44 and a half. And Mike White expected to get another start uh, at the quarterback position for the Jets, uh, which, again, I I know you and I talked about it last week. I think it's the right decision. Uh, This Jets defense is just too damn good to let it waste away uh, behind an offense uh, under Zach Wilson. So um, I, I do like that they are going to stick with Mike White. And I do like the Jets getting the points here. Tell me, what are your Elias insights? Yeah, you know, I, I have a few friends who I would consider to be sharps. And a friend of mine put a lot of money last week on the Jets to win the AFC at 35-1. to 1. He just, his, his argument is that the defense is just so good. And if they get a little mojo going with Mike White, you never know. Uh, the Jets do have five straight-up victories this year as an underdog, and that's one shy of their franchise record. So really um, uh, an underrated team. Uh, however, the Vikings have won 11 consecutive games as a favorite. That's the longest current streak in the NFL, and it's the longest such streak by the Vikings since the mid-1970s. So they got, their, so they got some mojo of their own going. Interesting. Uh, again, I, I do like the Jets getting the three. And I would get on this now. I, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, it's, it's, it's dropped. It was three and a half. It's now dropped to three. I wouldn't be surprised if this drops to two and a half at kickoff. Um, yeah. Because I, 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 have, I have a feeling that, uh, that, that based on the fact that uh, Mike White will continue to be the quarterback, threw for over 300 yards, um, uh, you know, multiple touchdowns last game. Granted, it was against the Chicago Bears, arguably the worst defense in the NFL. This is going to be a little bit harder, a little, little bit more uh, tough sledding uh, for that Jets offense, but nonetheless, um, the over-unders at 44 and a half, by the way. I do like the under in this matchup as well. Washington, the Commanders, and Heineke heading to New York to take on the Giants. Uh, the Giants at home, home dogs, plus two and a half. No respect for Brian Dable and his his squad. The over-under is at 40 here. I know Heineke is a turnover machine. Interested to know, what are your Elias insights? Yeah, so this will be the second ever matchup between Taylor Heineke and Daniel Jones. They played last year, and uh, the Commanders won the game 30-29. to 29. So pretty high-scoring affair, if that's, if that's any indication. You said the over-under is in the low 40s uh, for this one. Washington, they have uh, won and covered the spread in six of the last seven games, so definitely going in the right direction in terms of uh, the team to support uh, betting-wise. The Giants, on the other hand, are kind of going in the other direction. They've lost uh, three to the last four. Um, and then maybe the most conclusive piece of evidence, I think, uh, that might help you decide which team to bet on, the road team has covered the spread in the, each of the last five games between these two teams. So that, that, might, make, that might tip the scales and have you uh, decide to go with uh, the commanders in this one. I just here, – here's what – again, here's what my problem is, and, and that is that Heineke is just – you know, he just he – turns, he turns the ball over a lot. Um, yeah, well, you, t- you trust Daniel Jones yeah, you know, more than, 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 than Heineke? I mean – I do. You know. Well, I don't know. Heineke's got a little 
something something going. I, I, I uh, no, listen. Hey, listen. I'm I'm a fan of Heineke. I am. Um, I yeah. like watching him. I, I I know what you mean by a little something something. There's there's a swagger there. There's an excitement right. there. He's one of those guys that you know you're excited to cheer for. All of that. I get all of that. Um, I just think I think this is a Giants team. They're getting healthier, especially on the off on the offensive line. Um, I just think this is going to be. I, I I listen. Here's the thing. If it was three three and a half, I'd probably take the Giants. So I'm I'm staying away from this game. I'm not going to play it. If anything, I'll play the under at 40. I don't think a lot of points are going to be scored here, but um, but nonetheless, um, I, yeah, I, I, I understand. I'm, I'm uh, oh, sorry, sorry, Andy. I'm no, no, say, go I'm, ahead, I'm go still, ahead. Uh, I'm I'm still upset with the Giants for that backdoor cover on Thanksgiving. <clears throat> getting over that one. <laughs> that's what it's about, right? Yeah, that's, that's what, what it's about. Yeah, yeah. So you know, you uh, gamblers gamblers have uh, long memories, especially when they're painful. Yeah, when they're when they're bad beats. Um, oh. Randy, always appreciate you, my friend. Randy Robles joining us from uh, the Elias Sports Bureau. Again, just a reminder that Elias Game Plan app, make sure you download it, whether it's a Droid or an iPhone, and um, and to help you with your fantasy teams as well as gambling. It's not just NFL. It's NBA. It's uh, it's it's Major League Baseball. It's hockey. It's 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 everything plus. Randy, thank you so much. Appreciate it. I'll see you. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll see you at my crib on on Saturday. Yes, locks and lo- locks on Saturday and locks on Sunday. Hopefully, there you go. Aren't you smart, you little Canadian? <laughs> All right, take care. Have a great night. Anita take Marks care. with you. You're listening to uh, Bet LA here on Seven Ten ESPN LA. Those have been your um, Elias insights, getting you ready for, of course, both the LA and both the New York teams. A really, I think it's a really. I'm I'm more excited about this slate of games this weekend than I have been in a while, right? Like I think we can sit here and we can make an argument. All right, what if if I was to say to you, you could only watch one game? Would it be Kansas City and Cincinnati, or would it be Miami and the Forty ers Like like I mean that's a that's a that's a fair conversation. That's a fair debate to have. What say you? Eight seven 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 ten. 3776. Bet LA here on 710 ESPN LA. This is Bet LA with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN, made possible tonight by Tiza. Get more focus and energy in your daily life with Tiza nutrient pouches. Visit TizaEnergy.com and make your mouth happy. Now, more of Bet LA with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Yeah, I mean, we're preparing for, for these guys like every other defense. We understand that um, this is probably going to be our toughest, um, you know, competition because it's our next. Um, but for us, you know, I, I, I don't think uh, we look at it as uh, something that we shy away from. You know, we embrace adversity. We embrace competition. And, uh, you know, it's a great opportunity for us to showcase what we can do, you know, against the best. And what more can you ask? That is uh, Tua, quarterback for uh, the Miami Dolphins, uh, talking about his matchup against the 49ers. How fun this matchup, that matchup is going to be. Talking about arguably the best defense in the NFL going up against uh, a top three, top four offense in the NFL. If you're just tuning in, it is Bet LA. I'm Anita Marks uh, with you for uh, a little over an hour. And uh, we will do an even deeper dive into some of the other NFL picks and plays for you also 
uh, JJ Duvaney is going to join me. Uh, he's, in my opinion, one of the best to talk about soccer. He's got a great soccer podcast out on Spotify called Caught Offsides. And so we do a deep dive into the World Cup. If you're in it like I am, I am so in it. Um, I plan my day around the matches. And um, so excited. We're, we're going to break down the matches that are coming your way uh, on Friday. And, and of course, the United States going up against the Netherlands on Saturday. But if you're just tuning in, the Buffalo Bills uh, did beat the Patriots 24 to 10. So um, if you played the under, that was uh, that was the play that really hit. Um, obviously, I want to say the over. I, th- I want to say the under closed at forty four. I think it was at like forty two and a half, and then it went to forty three and a half. I think it closed at forty four. Um, also, uh, Josh Allen uh, tossed for two hundred and twenty three yards and two touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, Devin Singletary only had 51 rushing yards. Uh, Stefan Diggs had a great night, 92 yards receiving and, of course, a touchdown. So uh, there's that. Stevenson, running back for the Patriots, only rushed for 54 yards but was also a part of the, uh, the, the passing game, and he had six receptions for 24 receiving yards as well. Marcus Jones, a defensive player, was the only player that scored a touchdown for the Patriots. Uh, but moving forward into this week's slate of games, uh, we've just spent a good quality amount of time breaking down Kansas City and uh, in Cincinnati, which I think will be the best game on the slate. But there is also the Dolphins in the 49ers. So um, what's my play here? Believe it or not, I like the over in this matchup. Why? Uh, for a number of reasons. Number one, the Dolphins have the third best scoring offense in the NFL since week seven behind Kansas City and behind the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Tua, uh, he's got some offensive line issues. Uh, two of his offensive linemen are injured. Not sure if they're going to play or not. But what I love about Tua is that he's getting the ball out of his hands quickly. Um, his, uh, he's got the third fastest snap release rate in the NFL at 2.5 seconds. Okay. Also, both these teams have great players with yards after the catch, even though Debo Samuel, by the way, is, is dealing with a quad injury and has been limited at practice, if not practicing at all. So you definitely want to keep an eye on him. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, apparently his knee is a okay and he's going to give it a go. But both these teams have like such explosive fun players on the offensive side of the ball that can score at will. Uh, Tyreek Hill runs out of the slot 40% of the time. And that is the 49ers defensive weakness is their slot corner. So great matchup for Tyreek Hill. So love the over receiving yards for him on Sunday against the 49ers. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo going up against a Miami defense. That's allowing a 68% completion percentage to opposing quarterbacks. So Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49ers should have success on offense. I do believe that Tua and Tyreek Hill and Waddle and Jeff Wilson will have success, believe it or not, against the 49ers. I know a lot, is, a lot has been made of the 49ers and the fact that they have not allowed a touchdown in 18 second-half possessions. But let's take a look at the teams that they've gone up against. The Saints with Andy Dalton. The Arizona Cardinals with Colt McCoy. And I hate to say it, but the Chargers 
and the Rams. And both those offenses have been struggling this season, right? So the, those four teams, nowhere near prolific. So this is, this is a, a different animal. This is a different beast. Um, this is a mammal. <laughs> this is a mammal coming to town, guys. The dolphins. <clears throat> so funny. I'm originally from Miami. And, um, and so I, I grew up, my parents had boats. And so we would literally spend the weekends out on the water and we would go deep sea fishing and I would come back with a ton of dolphin and, uh, I would tell my friends, oh, you know, we, we, we went fishing. I've got, I've got filet. I've got a bunch of dolphin filet at the house if you want any. And they're like, Ooh, you eat flipper. I'm like, no, it's a mammal. It's not a fish. Anyway, um, <laughs> so I, I, I'm excited for that Dolphins uh, 49ers game. I, I think it's going to be a really, really good game. Some other big storylines heading into this weekend. Justin, I can't wait to see Justin Jefferson against Sauce Gardner. That's going to be a good one. The Jets going up against the Minnesota Vikings. Sauce Gardner, obviously, defensive rookie of the year. He's already won it. Going up against arguably one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. Derrick Henry going up against the Eagles front, who since they lost Jordan Davis, who's expected, I think they're hoping that he's going to be back this week. That's going to be an interesting matchup. And Mike McDaniel, head coach of the Miami Dolphins, going up against his former team. So keep that in mind. Um, Mike knows, obviously, this is his former team, knows how they operate really well. I do like the Dolphins here. So I like the Dolphins getting the four points and I like the over at 46 and a half. That's how I'm playing that bad boy. Quick break. We come back. We kick off hour three. And Fat Jack, professional handicapper, will join us on the program when we get back. Right here on Bet LA, 710 ESPN LA.